this would be perpendicular thinking to hookup culture, but at, at the end of the day, we don't want to be alone, you know? So then subconsciously, if you want to admit it to yourself or not, you do want a long-term relationship. I'll bring up. So her and Jacob had a relationship for nine years and it was throughout their college career. So I bet you them being as crazy kids, you know, how it started off, they didn't think about the future. The future. Did that hurt? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is the Discuss and Discuss podcast. I am Kevin. I'm Derek. And today we are going to be talking about this book called Olive by Emma Gannon. And it's a book about this young woman that the book follows uh, follows from her perspective. As she is getting older, she finds it more difficult to hang out with her friends because of how different her lifestyle is compared to her friends. Her friends are taking upon this new responsibility of becoming a mother, whereas Olive has decided against being a mom. She doesn't want kids. So today we're just going to talk about um, one thing, one thing that we learned from this. And we're not going to do our long summaries of the books anymore. So <laughs> new <Yeah>. format. <laughs> we're breaking the we're breaking apart all the books that we're reading. So maybe we'll revisit, revisit some of the other books that we've done in the past and break it down more so from the things that we've learned from it and really pinpoint those aspects specifically in this one like you saw in the title it's growing apart from relationships and it's not just romantic relationships but all... <laughs> shit <laughs> Some... relationships. Hey, sometimes it is shit relationships, relationships. Um, it's not just romantic ones it's friendships it could also be you know sibling parents, uh, relationships too families yeah yeah so there's a lot to a go lot off of from this book and <laughs> yeah i'm glad you suggested it because I think we can relate to this pretty heavily going through our lives after college. We all went through different routes, th different friend groups. So it's very nice to see it from this perspective mm -hmm. on a very interesting topic that you and I as being straight males cannot relate to meaning, well, um, trying to have true. Kids. Yeah. We can't really be mothers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked. Last you checked. So far. So far. Maybe in the next hundred years. You know? <laughs> oh, remember? Maybe. Remember? Evolution. In, yeah, evolution. <laughs> in, <laughs> you know in Futurama, Kip? Yeah. <laughs> Kip is the one that gets pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So that could happen in our thousand year thousand. evolution. <laughs> Males become the seahorses for humans. Oh, there was also a Doctor Who episode where the male gets pregnant. Oh. Anyways, possibility that possibility <laughs> we put it into existence <laughs> thousands of years from now. But yeah, so I, I guess to kind of dive into it. Yeah, let's talk about her relationships. So Olive has three friends, and she has you know two significant romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's talk about her friends. Right, let's start off with that. So she has B, Cecily, Cecily. Cecily. I think it's Cecily. Cecily and Isla. Mm -hmm. B is probably like your regular type. The of traditional mother. mother. Yeah. Had multiple children. It's going on. Did, 
And Did B she was her best six? friend. Did she have six kids? I think it was four. Okay, four. Oh, it was a good amount. Still, it was like three or four kids. Four is still a lot, you know. And she represents typical motherhood, if you will, in the eyes of, let's say, a commercial. Right? You see... Oh, yeah, yeah. The typical family that smiley and your kids Happy running around. The, the minivan. The, the soccer mini, mom yeah, or something. Everything, yeah. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's... Let's just call it regular motherhood for now. Yeah, regular. Cecily uh, <laughs> is more so she's rich but when she has her kid she actually represents almost like the mental health aspect of it and goes into a postpartum depression after having her kids you know she doesn't feel like she's worthy to be a mother and she wasn't didn't she kind of like regret it too absolutely she felt like she didn't want kids mm -hmm. anymore or it was kind of a tough situation yeah and that's what i liked right it's a, it's a good perspective because her marriage also was very rocky for the most part. It was emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. So, again, another really good pers perspective the author puts into the book. Uh, Isla. This one was the most interesting. This one, she wanted to be a mother, but could not physically conceive. Yeah. They tried uh, every aspect, and then she goes through a lot of trouble of, you know, trying to have a kid and just not being able to. And so. yeah, and it's just hurtful because then the the story. We're always revisiting these relationships as the years progress too. So like each chapter, she'll be like 2019 or 2004 or 2000 whatever you know. So it's interesting to revisit these friendships and like their mental state at that time too. So I I found Isla to be like the most hurtful tragic. type. Yeah, tragic type. Yeah, absolutely and. It, it's nice, again, being able to get the perspective of all these different women, all their different lives, and all their, let's just say, capability. And Olive being fully, mostly capable. She's going through all of this stuff because she's making a conscious decision not to have children. She just doesn't want to, doesn't yeah. have the need to, and stuff like that, and refuses. While Isla is pretty much her opposite. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, why are you being so selfish when other people like me are trying to have kids? And, you know, you being so able-bodied, you, you don't want to do it. Like, it's a gift and stuff like that. And Olive's like, yeah, but I don't want to have kids. I enjoy my life. You know, I have a successful career. I'm making tons of money. And, like, just doesn't want to go through the whole childbearing process either. Yeah, like, I was just so resentful and, like, envious, I guess. But it's also understandable because she's trying so damn hard to have a kid and she just can't. So, like that relationship right there is just uh, i guess you can say toxic but it's toxic just because they it's tough to have that conversation of like man i wish i could have kids but the way isla sees olive is like oh she hates kids or like um seeing babies or kids or whatever it's it's like a i don't know disgusted <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> but isla was just like hating it she's yeah. taking all this negative energy and taking it out on olive even though she to be a better friend it's like to be respectful of olive and like yeah i respect your decision blah 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 uh rather than that she, it was like i wish i could have kids <laughs> it's yeah. just like so envious dark, you know? and it, i it's very difficult seeing their two different worlds colliding together because this is a group of friends that 
you know, they've been friends throughout their whole life, like college career, essentially. And so to have this main topic really be the catalyst for their growth in relationship is so interesting to see because, again, you know, you and I will probably never again have like this kind of perspective. But Olive is battling almost all these different, I don't know, uh, societal views on what women should do and how women should react. She's she feels alone. Yeah, throughout it's the mo- throughout most of the book. I like one of the things that she brought up is like that societal pressure of, well, one societal pressure is like you're meant to be a mother or something like you're supposed to breed. There's a lot of expectation in that. Um, but there's one thing she brought up, is, which is politics. It's like, oh, the Republic, Republican side, like once you're pregnant, you have to have the kid, you can't abort. And it's like forcing you to be a mother, even if you don't want to be a mother. So it's like that pressure too. And it could be fear that you don't want to have a kid because you don't want to be trapped in that situation because the uh, your opportunity to abort would be taken away from you. So it's like, dang. It's just an interesting uh, perspective that she doesn't feel like she belongs. Yeah. And, you know, going off of all of her friendships, again, they all become mothers in their own ways. (laughs) And then she struggles to even have the same connection she had in the past because they're focused on their kids. Their lives are changing. Again, they're moving throughout their careers and stuff. B, who's her best friend in the book? again, has a kid, but doesn't have time for Olive, and Olive doesn't have the opportunity for a long time to let them know that in her life, a, a, significant, a significant change that's happened is her longtime boyfriend and her breaking up because he wanted to have kids, and she did not. Yeah. So, again, huge themes throughout the whole book about having kids or not having kids and how that affects relationships. Well, that's one of the crazy things of... Um... A relationship is even though she was in love with jacob they should have had that conversation of like well do you want to have kids in the future because then if you i mean that's kind of like part of dating you know like you have to want a future together or else like what's the point you know what i mean like i yeah. guess that this would be perpendicular thinking to hookup culture but at, at the end of the day we don't want to be alone you know so then subconsciously if you want to admit it to yourself or not you do want a long-term relationship yeah otherwise you're kind of just lying to yourself right like you touched on something to that i'll bring up so her and jacob had a relationship for nine years and it was throughout their college career so i bet you them being as crazy kids you know how it started off they didn't think about the future the future yeah and so they got to a point nine years yeah it makes sense you want to get married and stuff but b i'm sorry um but all of just finally realized she didn't want to have a kid after b had her kid and then all of a sudden all these pressures came in as she's growing up and progressing through her career like wow holy crap there's so much like pressure out there to have a kid being a woman you know being a mother being a mother and like being a male on the other side like people ask me specifically if i want kids and stuff and it's like yeah you know of course you know sometime in the future and that's it 
Mm-hmm. You know, they don't ask like, oh, are you sure? Like, how do you want the birth? How do you want to do this thing? Oh, what happens if this happens? You know, like for me, it's just like, do you want kids or not? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you'd be, you know, a good dad. <laughs> Versus like, oh, you got to make sure you take care of your body this way and eat this thing. And so, yeah, there's a lot of commentary from uh, from oh, various it's... different uh, women. It's like even her mom was just like trying Everywhere. to, yeah. it's just like, geez, you're being hounded with commentary and you're just like, you're forced to think about it, even if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't want to. So, yeah, it's kind of tough to have an expectation of like when you're dating to be like, all right, no, right now, if you want to have kids together and then like that be the deciding factor of whether or not you try this relationship out. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, society has made it so uh, divisive. Sorry, big word. I mean, like big it, word. It's using it to tear people apart because like versus just like just, trying it out yeah respecting other people's opinions and wants in life because had that been the case like olive respected everyone else's things and they respected her views you know they would have kept a closer relationship because olive continues to try to again bring the girls back to the pub that they always go to and have a cocktail but they can they, see that you know they have lower energy and like yeah they don't have that same single friends energy yeah. hanging out like having a laugh right. kicking it joking around hey stuff. maybe this is why there's a lot of resentment towards men i get it <laughs> <laughs> i get it <laughs> yeah, i mean shoot like women go through a lot like yeah, I, yeah. you know growing up with two sisters and stuff like that i can see that you know they have a lot more pressures than we do specifically True. from our family you know and they're always like oh you know why don't you look a certain type of way oh you shouldn't look this type of way because that's true they ask you yeah. if you want to have kids and yeah you should do this get thing married you're a woman you know you yeah. should clean the house more wash dishes more yeah fun stuff yeah it's really interesting <laughs> so to have again four different women going down four different paths it's cool to see probably the most least talked about one which is again a, a woman not wanting to have kids at all yeah uh, i have a co-worker that doesn't want to have kids she's also lesbian though so i don't know if that factors in would that change things you're asking the wrong person <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't know you mean you're not me. a lesbian you're not a woman i do love women but uh yeah it's just yeah like i i don't know that's a really good, you know, put it in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I know, because that, that is different, because, like, if you... Huh. Yeah. Well, you can still have a kid, I guess, yeah. if you're in... There's, different, there's multiple different ways. There's, yeah. I wonder, does it change the mindset? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> huh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's just very nice to see that their relationship actually gets expanded, it grows, it's forced to grow. And they still remain tight in the end. Well, it was tough because they had to go through the tension too. Because like uh, Isla, through that resentment and like that darkness that she was in of envy, like it didn't take until the end of the book where she finally said something and it was through communicating that it was like, oh damn, I didn't know about all these feelings and stuff like that. And in a way, rekindling their friendship. Mm-hmm so yeah going through the phases of grief essentially that she can't have or bear children and then in the end she's like it's okay you know i'm working through it i'm getting uh, i'm starting to accept it because my law firm however is really taken off and so she's trying to find fulfillment elsewhere which is really nice 
Oh, and also in, you know, the book, at the end, Olive becomes a stepmother, essentially, to two uh, teenage girls and actually loves it. She loves the fact that she didn't have to bear them and whatever, but, like, she starts finding her maternal instincts through uh, her new bows. <laughs> Bo. <laughs> Bo. Uh, you know, children. Argus, yeah. Yeah, so... It's really nice to see like the character development and all this, how it starts playing out, and again, you know, B goes through the. Actually, no, let's talk about Cecilia, right? Yeah. Her going through postpartum depression and like regretting the fact that she had kids. Towards the end, she's starting to be like, okay, like I'm starting to become better. I'm starting to like really accept the fact that, or love the fact that I'm now a mother, and work through her depression. Her relationship's gotten a lot better too. Uh, the funny thing is B, the regular mother type, uh, her husband cheated on her. So in the end, she actually is a single mother, essentially, the three or four kids or whatever it is. Um, and still just living, loving life, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how, I, like, each and every one of them have their own, like, problems that they need to work through. And it's like, the other shitty part is that how do you even know the answers to these questions? Like, you can't just have a kid to experience it and then just be like just kidding i don't want it now i don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. you know like how would you even approach understanding what that's like to yeah. be before making that decision so how could you just say i don't know like without her seeing her friend without olive seeing her friend be pregnant and have kids how would she know prior to the relationship with jacob to be like sorry I don't really want kids, so if that's one of your things in this relationship, it's not going to work out. Like, for women to discover that um, conscious decision early on would be kind of like a blessing or a gift. Mm -hmm. But it's also hard to expect that to happen to every single woman early so that they know that prior to making that decision. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. I'm sure you just have to either grow up around a very specific family <laughs> yeah, it's tough like pushes that on you you know the knowledge you know it's all about knowledge it sounds like the million scenarios that can exist in like human <laughs> existence yeah <laughs> just having the knowledge out there and olive um starts finding her community of other women who don't want kids and stuff and so yeah. she's able to feel less alone uh, and accepting the fact that she just doesn't want kids mm -hmm. i think that's another thing is just finding like-minded people sharing maybe other people's experiences because i think in that group right she went to a club a meeting whatever inside the book and there was a woman in there who was like yeah like i actually just had a kid but i'm really regretting it and i didn't want to initially and stuff like that and so maybe i guess in those ways just being a lot more open to expressing your story so that other people can understand is probably the best way of deciding whether or not you want to go down this life path yeah hopefully learning from other people to get to your decision yeah. is what you're saying yeah essentially well it's just very interesting is like you can learn to love and like accept the situation i don't know be be open to the growth process i guess Growth as in a baby growth? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about, like, you know how Cecilia kind of regrets it, regrets having kids, but then, like, learning to love your kids, and just through that, you can remove the regret, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because, like, 
that deeper search of like, why do you regret it? Is because you have less time or did you have to give up your career that you always wanted? Or do you feel unfulfilled? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just yeah. tough. Yeah, it is tough. <laughs> Life is tough. There's a lot of questions that we have that we may never fully understand, but it's a really good book. We highly recommend you reading it again, gaining this kind of different perspective on the societal pressures that women have on, especially you know, if you're a dude. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> read it, understand, read it. <laughs> and understand what your partner might be going through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try to empathize. Empathize, baby. <laughs> Do we touch on our topic for today? Yeah. yeah. Dang, I had a lot more to say than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so hopefully, again, diving to a very specific point in this book at least gives you some quick insight. And we highly recommend, again, you read this book just for new perspective. It's always good to have a new perspective on something. Yeah, especially if it's it's difficult to talk to your partner or to some to your friend, your lady friend about this and she's not opening up or something like that this might help you kind of like gain some insight maybe open up the idea of talking about Mm -hmm. the struggles of being a mother (laughs) or wanting kids yeah Yeah. good stuff (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for tuning in today um we we were talking about what now? (laughs) i'll live by emma gannon and we recommend the book yeah yeah we do (laughs) (laughs) and thanks for joining us yeah like subscribe comment do do all the things and uh follow us for more content coming at you soon there be there will be another episode for this if you listen to this one and then want to listen to another one yeah (laughs) coming soon (laughs) coming soon bye